Audrey with you. This is uh, Pastor John Perling again with Ron Hinchpin talking through the the uh, book of Romans, the letter of Paul to the Christians in Rome, talking about some of the issues that they worked through and some of the preparations for mission work that he wanted to do with uh, Rome as the center of uh, a new effort and uh, some of the things that would make for a, a healthy start for that work. Um, in chapter 1, verses 1 to 7, Paul had used his uh, description of Jesus being from uh, the line of David and, and fully integrated into the prophetic work of the Old Testament, but now was going to, because of his death and resurrection, share that gift with the entire world, a blessing to all the nations, not, not just one group and not just one tribe, and Paul's been working with the Romans uh, in their church to say there isn't a privileged group here. We're all together in the gospel under the lordship of Jesus Christ. Granted, the message of salvation first came as kind of the spearhead with the family of Abraham. But even at that point, back in uh, when Abraham was called, it was for the sake of gathering all the nations under uh, under the reign of God. So as he continues, we're looking at uh, how verse 16 kind of, in chapter 1, kind of the uh, hallmark passage for Paul and the, the mission statement for the, the letter of Romans plays into this, uh, this connection where Jew and Gentile, all different kinds of people can be in one church together, working together for the good. So verse 16 reads, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, but also to the Greek. That's, that's a pretty powerful phrase right there. Ashamed, I think there's a lot of people actually out there, pastor, that are they're not ashamed of the gospel, but they're shy of the gospel. Would that make sense? Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. where they right. totally believe, but they, uh, well, do I really want to tell this? They kind of want permission to speak. Right. Right. Yes. That's the, they're, they're trying to, trying to coax out. Is the other person going to be open to it? Or am I going to look like a, like a, I'm stepping on toes or, right. or, or trying to force myself. Force myself. Yeah. They're looking for permission to speak. And the world doesn't really do that, does it? No, it doesn't. You either speak your mind or you don't. Mm -hmm. uh, there's people, you know, there's the A-type person that's just very forceful. And when, not being ashamed of the gospel, sometimes you got to be the A-type. You got to go out there and, and just give it. Mm -hmm. Not be afraid of what the consequences are going to be. If somebody, well, I don't like what you said. Okay, why? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love the question, why? It's one of my favorite. We're a wise society. I understand is. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say that was offensive? Well, you said, you know, Jesus was your savior. Okay. That's yeah. what I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was tell, talking to the pastor. I was telling him that when I taught this class, one of the things I did, I love to ask the kids, and it, it's a very open ended question What did you do that was Christian this week? What did you say or help somebody? And this is where that I am not ashamed of the gospel. And I had one student that was, I'll tell you, he was not ashamed. There was no shyness in him at all. 
in that realm. If you met this kid, you had said, no way. This kid would never talk about anything like this in public, but he was just the exact opposite of how his personality is seen. And he would invite kids to church and stuff. And if they came, they came. If they didn't, they didn't. He had no problems committing to, I'm a Christian. I think you should be a Christian too. So there you got a real soft-spoken individual in general circumstances, right? But then when he thinks about the Lord, he just lights right up. And look at his path today. Mm -hmm. Uh, This Mm -hmm. individual is studying to be a pastor. He's he's on his way. (laughs) He's on his way. And I I think Mm -hmm. that Paul was that A-type. He was that A-type, and he was not ashamed of the gospel. What about for some? So for someone who's not necessarily wired for being extroverted with just all their internal stuff being out there in the in in the public forum, uh, see, like you were talking about this one student who he wasn't necessarily that way himself personally, but the Lord worked through him to bring that out for him. Yeah, oh, in exactly. those circumstances. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah. He he was. Definitely not ashamed of the gospel, which if, uh, my wife, she's kind of intro, was introverted. She's not anymore. She used to be very introvert. If, mm-hmm. if you weren't in her her clique. Right, quiet. <laughs> quiet. Yeah, not, yeah. not sure if she could trust. Right. Mm-hmm. Now has no problems, especially when it comes to church. Mm-hmm. We talk about the church all the time. I talk about the church at work. Uh, with people. We, we, we have these kind of discussions all the time. And it's funny because to me, it's normal conversation. And I think that's what being not ashamed of the gospel is part of. Mm-hmm. It being a normal conversation in your life where you're able to just say, hey, you know, I went to church this Sunday. And you know, and I and I've heard all sorts of people say crazy things like, well, I heard you did this or I heard you swear and you know, okay. I'm a sinner. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm also not ashamed that I need that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the thing about not being ashamed of the gospel because that forgiveness comes from Jesus. So if you believe in Jesus, why should you be ashamed of it? We get into the idea that there's some forums where we have to, uh, to not talk about certain things, right? Politics, religion, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And, and that the conversation has to stay on state safe ground. Right. Um, a lot of that is uh, just kind of how you approach it. A lot of it is uh, if it's just kind of natural, normal conversation and, and it's something that can be just brought up as part of a regular routines of life, then maybe people don't get so uh, offended by it in, in those contexts. You just make it normal. Okay, we're here in Missouri. People mm-hmm. aren't ashamed to talk about guns right. every 10 minutes. Right. So why should we be ashamed to talk about the Lord? I really actually like this, be- what you just said, is because... I teach uh, for the government, and when I teach, I teach anti-terrorism. One of the things I do, I tell them at the very beginning, what are those two things mama told you never to talk about at work? Mm -hmm. Politics and religion. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about politics and religion, and if you're going to get offended and you're you're thin-skinned, well, we might have a problem. I said, because we're going to talk about it. I said – because those are motivating factors for terrorism in some cases. Exactly. Yeah, right. So when I tell them that, some of them are very shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are not. Some of them will. And I have had after, during breaks and stuff, people will start talking about, well, and they almost always come up and they'll say, so are you a 
Lutheran, Episcopalian. <laughs> it's like, why do you say that? Just by the way you talked. <laughs> that right? And I laugh because it's usually another Lutheran that has come oh, okay. up and approached me. With all right, this, all right. It's so funny. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's really powerful with, with Paul in, in the beginning, you know, welcoming people, but at the same time saying, you know what? I'm welcoming you, but we're you're going to hear me out. We're going to talk about some things. We're yeah. going to talk about things that yeah. might make you uncomfortable, especially if what I say comes to fruition that you were truly, truly just a sinner and not a Christian at all. You had nothing right. going on. Right. And now I'm going to give you st something to go on. And he did. Mm -hmm. he, he, mm -hmm. You know, he told him, hey, you know, got it. You do did some bad things. Now. Since you did some bad things, let me tell you about the good things yeah. that Christ can do for you. Right. And so there's the gospel part, right. too, right? And Not ashamed of the gospel, yes, right? Exactly. It's the good news he's of like, centering Jesus, right? That, and and yeah. he's good at it. Mm -hmm. you know? And there are a lot of people that are good at it out there, but there there's a lot of people that are not. They, they're not ashamed of the gospel, but they don't preach the gospel. You're like, it's not all about the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, we got a lot of great things in the Bible that tell you about the gospel. They're called the gospels yeah. for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the good news too. Mm -hmm. to, and, and people get confused. Well, if I only focus on no, don't forget the law. Nobody's telling you to forget the law, mm -hmm. but they're also telling you to remember the gospel. Yeah. That yes, this is the law, but there's always forgiveness. Yeah. We been saved and yeah. that's what i like why i like asking that question to the kids because it, it's one of those ones i want to really i was really just testing them to see where they stood mm -hmm. it, and it's a great way to find out how they did and they it may not it may be the most innocuous thing well i helped so and so with their homework why mm -hmm. well they were struggling with it but why did you help them i got mm -hmm. that they were struggling with it but what was your reason for saying I picked this guy to do it. And it's hard to say I had compassion, right? Because right. you, you feel like maybe you're tooting your own horn or, right. but the thing is the compassion comes from the Holy Spirit, right? It's, it's exactly. you have to recognize that that's the Lord working through you mm -hmm. for the sake of your neighbor. Because right? I, I got to be tough. I got to have it. I'm a yeah. football player. Right, right, right. I, right. I, I got to be tough. Yeah. I got to be tougher than everybody else. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, not ashamed of the gospel, I, I love hearing that. Mm -hmm. And, and it is, it's really a foundation to build on. Well, and this is one of the key things that Lutherans bring to the Christian table, right? If we think about all the different uh, ways of thinking about Jesus, one of the things that the, that the Lutheran Church brings to the Christian table as a primary emphasis is that it is the, the forgiveness of sins, the message of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, that actually uh, brings a person from being a non-believer to being a believer. That the law, the uh, describing the Ten Commandments over and over again, uh, will beat you down, and uh, and and is really available in in every cultural context. There's always somebody talking about be nice to people, right? Um, but it's the word of forgiveness, the word of God's reconciliation with us. It's the word that that says um, now that you understand that you are a sinner, that you are beat down, that this Jesus has actually reached down and lifted you up in a way that uh, that the law never could. 
this is why I tell, like I was talking to my um, sister-in-law this weekend, I tell people that, read the small catechism. Seriously, because Martin Luther breaks it down. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> he, does. he breaks it he down. Does. He does. And I don't care what denomination you are, but if you could look at that and read that and the way he breaks it down, it just makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's why I liked part of uh, with this teaching. We had the small catechism and we would mm -hmm. do things like talk about the gospel or the Ten Commandments. Uh, and, and it was just, I think, that I am not ashamed of the gospel. Martin Luther, mm -hmm. another, mm -hmm. another <laughs> reason yeah. you can say that because the way he broke that down, he wasn't afraid what was going to happen to him. And I think, you know, even if you're not a Lutheran, if you read the 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 small catechism, I think you would have a better understanding overall, and maybe it would bring you to be, you know, closer to God. The uh, the phrase in there that that uh, never leaves me is that uh, Jesus did what he did, paid the price for my salvation uh, so that I could belong to him. The phrase is that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom. Uh, his death and resurrection wasn't, uh, wasn't just a, an antiseptic move. It wasn't uh, aloof. It wasn't disconnected. He did it all with each one of us in mind so that uh, we could belong to him for now and for eternity. And, uh, and that's the good news. Uh, that's the power of God that, that uh, moves me from being outside to being inside, uh, a child of God uh, beyond just that I'm a, a human being, but a child of God by his spirit. And that's, a, that's a, a good news place to be. And it's comforting to know that you will be taken care of for eternity. Yeah. Not, not just yeah. this flesh life but eternity That's your right. soul eternity is taken care of and you know you don't be ashamed of the gospel well that message of relationship happened with god's old testament people initially and uh was given to them as the leading edge of his work to the jew first as paul writes uh, but it's also given to every nation through that very means and uh and he uh, is helping the Roman church recognized that even in their diversity, they are one in Christ. Okay. Well, thanks very much for joining us for this episode. Again, we're, uh, we're working through Romans and we, uh, we hope to join up with you next time. Mm -hmm.